Welcome to the Life is Relationships podcast, where we share biblical truths about marriage, parenting, and discipleship. The desire of CTCI is to see the hearts of individuals and families restored in their relationship to the Father, and for them to be empowered to have thriving, godly relationships that impact the communities around them. I'm your host, AJ Selby, and on today's episode, Seth Williams will be joining us as we talk about the characteristics you should look for in someone to disciple you, and how giving yourself away to others is just as important as receiving. Take a listen. Hey, Seth, thanks so much for coming back on the podcast. Thanks again for having me, AJ. It's always a joy to be here. Yeah. Well, man, today we're talking about discipleship, and this is something that is really at the core and really at the heart of the the teachings of CTCI and really a huge part of the day-to-day. Um, can you talk us through what it looks like not only to disciple people, but also what it looks like to make the intentional choice to place yourself under somebody to be discipled? Yeah. Uh, great question. Um, so I think one of the most important things is to understand that I, I believe discipleship comes out of, uh, again, we're a family family ministry here. We understand discipleship through ma- family, you know, and, and right family structures. Um, and, and we get that from the Lord. You know, we're in the family of God. We don't get that from the world. There's It's so splintered and even the church is divided. So I think we, if we understand it best that God is a father and he, he fathers us and we, you know, we're called to be big brothers, spiritual mentors, um, spiritual brothers, spiritual fathers. And we're always looking to be, you know, to, to disciple, be disciple makers. And to ourselves, it's wise to be discipled, to seek out uh, wisdom from those who have walked through it. And the Lord will put those people in your lives. And uh, some I heard years ago was, um, everyone has a Paul and everyone has a Timothy in your, in your life. In other words, we've got someone to mentor me. I'm looking for someone. And I'm also looking around and, and open to the Holy Spirit to, 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 to find someone to help lift up. Might be a start, might be an encouraging word that you give and, or Lord highlight someone that you're like, I just need to go and spend some time with this person. Don't over-spiritualize it. It could start with just an encouraging word. Man, you just look, you just look like you're having a rough day. How's it going? You know, and, 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 and most likely there's someone that's already in your life that the Lord has. So all you need to do is be willing. Uh, the fields are white. We got plenty of people. God is calling sons and daughters in his family. Yeah. So man, that is so good. Um, now when it comes to, when it comes to discipleship and people making the intentional choice to find people, find those, um, those older people. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but the people that have lived life and gone, um, gone through things that have wisdom and have experienced life in a different way. Um, why do you think it is that there's so many people that are maybe, um, that they may be actually opposed to placing themselves under somebody else for the purpose of being discipled? Well, I can speak on the, uh, I believe the, the, we're in the United States of America. We gained our independence in 1776. Yeah. I think there's this self-made man mantra, self-made woman. We've got to, well, let's, let's pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. Let's do it. We've got to do it on our own. If we're not, we look weak. Or if we have to ask for help, then my, my facade, my whole person, they're going to judge me differently. We've got to have this image. So I think humility says, 
I know I, I need this area and I see it on this person. Yeah. And when I, what I learned when I was younger, I love going to, to men and women um, that I, I saw something on their lives. And so this might be the simplest thing and just allowing the Lord to speak to you about who to go to for mentorship might just say, who's he, who's, who's the Lord using to impact your life? Again, don't over-spiritualize it. Who have you seen faithful to continue to, to bring encouragement, prophetic words, words of life, word, you can see something on their lives. You're like, I want to grab, I want to get a hold of that. I want that impartation. I might even want that mantle. I want to, I just want to know that person better and I want them to speak into my life. So break off that thing of I've got to have it all together and that image that's not from God, you know, and, and, and be willing to go after it and, and, you know, show your, show the uh, initiative or take the initiative to, to go to some person. You'd be surprised. Someone set, sees the, uh, that, that initiative, um, that initiative or that, uh, that's not the word. I'm going to have to, I, yeah, you're gonna have to delete gonna, this part. No, 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 it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not, it's not desperation or initiative, but it's, there's, there's a very intentional, there's an intentionality yeah, yeah. to somebody making a conscious decision to pursue somebody that they recognize um, the Lord working in their life yes, and to make a concerted effort to be in relationship to that person. That's right. And likewise, when you're uh, the same thing of, you know, you're, you're looking to, to pour into someone else. What we don't want to be on this earth is needy. Give me, give me, I need more. I need more. I need more. I need more. Um, but be, you know, Jesus says far better to give than receive. Who can we sow into? We don't have to have it all together. But just the heart that says, "I want to serve. I want to give something to this person. I'm. I know they're they're having. You know, there's something I can do to bless this person. I want to. I want to sow into their lives. So that's that thing of receiving and giving. Is there? Um, have you found over time and in just walking through discipleship, whether in in giving or receiving, um, have you found that there are boundaries that that sometimes need to be put into place. Maybe if there's somebody that, that they're continually coming to you and, but they're bringing, they're bringing things, but they're never actually heeding or listening to what is being shared. Um, are there boundaries that need to be put into place or what does that process look like? That's a great question, AJ. And I think it's, um, it's, it's timely. Uh, I believe that early on in my discipleship experiences, I, I might just say, you know, I might not address it as quickly, but I've learned that's not very helpful if you're trying to just be too kind or too soft. And and there's that line you think, well, I want to be kind, I want to show love, I don't want to correct. And I, but I think discipleship and love in that moment, like when I'm dealing with my kids, if I see them doing the same mistake over and over, yet they're asking, well, they're not asking me for help if it's my kids, but yeah. <laughs> if I see someone I'm discipling, and I've had this recently come up, where I'll I'll ask certain certain questions, and if I may be so frank, um, I, I'll say, "Hey, are you, you struggling with pornography? How are your eyes? What are your how? Where are your eyes going?" If they know that I'm going to ask them that question, I want them to think about it as they're they're you know maybe there's an internet search, and I want I just want them to to be true and honest to, to the Lord who's there in that moment, and say, "I am diverting my eyes in this moment." So I'm just asking to keep you know, those questions going. And so if they're saying, well, I struggled again, and, I, and and yet they want to 
continue. It's not that I'm I'm ending relationship or anything, but I'm going to call that out and say, well, bro, what do we need to do? How can I support you in this? Let's do something. Let's do, if, if you want it, if the desperation is there, if the desire is there, if it's not, then I question whether it's a fruitful relationship at that moment. I might say at that time, well, well brother, I, I still will be here when you want prayer and those things. But look, if you're unwilling to walk in such a way, it's wasting your time and mine and, and to walk, to, to say this is a discipleship situation or, you know, and you're, you're not creating a, a, the groundswork for, I'm never going to talk to you again, but you're saying, we've got to, if, if you want my input, if you want my, my help, I'm not, I'm not a certified counselor or anything like that, but I am, I'm a brother who will call, see these things. And this, this is hurting your, your walk with Jesus it's going to hurt your other relationships too. It's going to hurt your relationship with, with other other sisters in the Lord, with other females. It's going to affect everything. And so I think that if those things come up, you address them in a way with with kindness. But you speak the truth and love. But you still speak truth, and you still do it with love and kindness. And that's that takes a scalpel, because in the end, you want to see them if they're desperate. I mean, you can see it. On, in their eyes and their heart, and you know where they're at. If they're just struggling, they're like, man, I just can't get over this thing. That's different than coming to me week by week saying, yeah, I messed up again like this and, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it, one thing that comes to mind, it makes me just kind of curious of what did it look like when, because Paul writes and he talks about Timothy being, you know, faithful and there being, you know, the, the other followers, the other disciples of his that fell away. And I wonder, just kind of what that may have looked like at that point in time. And that may, we may never know until, you know, we get to, till we get to heaven, but it's situations like that. I feel so often people feel that there's this, there's this obligation to, well, I'm called to, to make disciples and I'm called to do this. And yet at the same time, Paul himself said that he had followers that fell away. Where, when, when in that timeline does that happen? You know, and we, we may never know. Well, and and to that that point, I think we're supposed to be led by the Lord. Always trust the Holy Spirit. Learn to discern the voice of the Lord. We we don't play patty cakes for those who who are going to be, you know, not wanting to follow Jesus, and they're going to be they're going to be going their own separate ways, following hard after sin. There's a difference in following to sin and and getting back up and and giving that to the Lord. Repentance is turning away from that thing and saying, that's not what I want in my life. I want the freedom and liberty as the sons and daughters of Christ, you know, of God and and through Christ. So I think that I think we have to be okay. Like the prodigal son, he released his son to go and 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 lose every, you know, spend a fortune out in darkness. He released him. But he also welcomed him back. So we can't have reject, we can't be Rejection is not of of God. It's not it's not for us to say and stiff arm. No, you've got no more place in my heart. You say, man, if you're going to go in that way, I just you just need to go. I'm not going to stop you. I, I can tell you, this is not a wise choice. That's all I'll say. But if this is in your heart and you're bound on doing those things, I'm I'm releasing you. It was you know released to Satan because of all the sin and junk that was going on. Was it a uh, I just read it a couple months ago, but there's a point where you got to release. And again, it's who, who, 
could I be ministering to who is desperate and ready that I'm spending this time and this person doesn't really want it. And it's got to be relationships are two-way road where you're both, you know, you're, you're, you're receiving and giving in a relationship. So, yeah. For somebody that's out there that may be thinking about or, or just realizing and be like, you know what? I really do need to find somebody to, to be discipled by. Like I need to look for this person. What are some of those key things that, that maybe they should pay attention to? What's the fruit that they should look at for someone that they can trust is going to guide them well? I, th- I think one of the things might be, um, I, again, is there already someone in my life that I've thought this person, this man, this woman has been a, of great encouragement. And I feel like they, they know me and they've, and from the outworking, they've lived a righteous life. If it's a family, I love the way he relates to his wife. If you're, you're in a place, some of it might be situational or seasonal. Like I'm in a, maybe a young man hoping to get married, sees a newly or a, a young family. And he's like, he wants to know how he found his wife. They see a relationship that's just, it's authentic. He loves his wife. He loves his kids. And he says, man, I'm, I'm in a season where I'm going to be getting married. And I can tell, the, you know, within the next several years, I've got a, I've got a girlfriend and it's, it's going well here. And, you know, so some of that stuff might just be in the time the Lord might have that person in that season for that time to minister to you. Other things might, you know, if you're a young man in college and you see, you know, or, or high school, the, the sky's the limit on, on who it'd be. Uh, I would just say, be sensitive to who's, who's already there and, and just, you know, yeah, find out if that's the person the Lord wants and you go to that person. Just simply ask and see if, uh, if they'll meet, hey, would you mind, can we get up for uh, coffee? Can we go to hang out? And then don't, don't uh, you know, don't, don't make big plans you know, all long ways down the road, just say, can I get up with you and ask you some questions, see how it goes and take it from there. From there, you might say, would you be willing to meet me once a week or something like that? Yeah. Is there, um, now I always think that this conversation is interesting whenever, you know, talking to, you know, 17, 18, even 30 year old, I'm 32. Um, young man, still young man. <laughs> <laughs> but if I were looking for somebody to to disciple me, to be somebody that I was looking to pour into my life, should I be looking at somebody that's my age, younger than me, older than me, more life experience, same, less? What does that look Sounds like? Sounds like, AJ, you're asking me to disciple you. And, and the answer is <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll dig it, man. You... Man, you I, I love the conversation. You heard it on here. <laughs> I love the conversations uh, that we have because every time yeah. we do talk and we do have conversations, yeah. I do always leave feeling in, encouraged and sharpened. That is for sure. Well, that's that's really. I'm starting to blush, AJ. <laughs> I wish people would see my face right now, my bald head <laughs> in my face. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, I would say it, it's not really too much of an age thing. I think an older person. You just think that they've been through some things and that's real. That's, um, again, you see the Lord's anointing on them. You see that they're a person that you just connect with. And I think that's the biggest thing is don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. But it's a blessing. It's a blessing by both parts. And when you 
it's two way when you when you're being discipled by someone and honestly you can you can exchange the word mentor you can exchange spiritual father there's a lot of interchangeability i would say um you're honoring a person first of all you're seeing something on their life and saying man i like that you know i i, I see the lord doing this on you and i i want to i i want to glean from your life um there's a power in uh just honoring the, the, another generation. And I love, uh, you know, here at the end, or the ministry, we have people of all ages and we've got to honor those other generations. And a big part of discipleship is just saying, I, I honor the Lord's work on you. And there's a blessing when we honor the fathers and mothers. It's a long life. And I think there's wisdom in that. And so it's, it's not so much of an age, but it can be, I would say it's usually someone that's walked through some fire it's usually someone that's that's um, gone through some storms and they're coming out, and you're seeing them like this dude's this dude's someone I want to spend some time with, you yeah. Know, or yeah. What I'm hearing you say is that it's not it's not not so much of your the person that's mentoring you or that's discipling you needs to be over the age of 65, but it's far more of you need to find somebody that is older than you, that is more mature than you, that has gone through more of life than you, that can speak into areas of your life that they have already been through and experienced and come through strengthened from the Lord. Correct. Yeah, and and I don't limit it to, uh, one of the things I go to is um, there's there's certain men and women I'll go to for different things. If I see something with a financial stewardship on someone, I'm going to go with that and I'm going to say, man, I want to learn more about this. Can you tell me how to be a wise investor? Can you tell me, you know, I'm not going to go to that person if they're, you know, you know, if they don't have this, they don't have kids. So say they don't have kids and I'm, I'm wanting to talk to them about family life. That would just be, that'd be a little bit funny. Maybe they, maybe they have wisdom beyond their experience, right. which could happen. Yeah. But I am, I'm not limiting, you know, where I'll go for wisdom from some, or where I'll go get, get mentoring or just discipleship or that spiritual, you know, fatherhood thing. So. Well, man, that is so good. Do you have any uh, just parting words of encouragement for anybody that that may be listening today? Yeah, I I would just uh, end it with uh, sometimes you you get stuck and you're staring at your own problems. I'm there, you know, about every other week. To be honest, where I'm like, man, I just <laughs> yeah, I'm, just to be transparent, I I have flaws and I I can get stuck on that. I'm, I'm upset at myself for failing in this area of you know whatever comes up. And I think when we seek to to it's it's connected to praying for someone. Um, when I go when I say you know in that moment I can break loose of some of that navel gazing and some of that self absorption. Like you know there's people out there struggling a lot more than I am right now. I first want to pray and engage my heart and say God, who do you have me praying for right now? I'm just so tired of of thinking about my own issues, my own prop, my my own needs, and 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 so what the Lord will do is you know by looking for someone to want to pour into, you'll start breaking that self-absorption and that thing off. And the Lord will, will cause you, you know, again, I just go back to it's far better to give than receive. And you'll you'll see how you start sowing into lives and impacting someone else. And then you don't see your issues as much. And the Lord starts healing that in other ways. He'll bring that about through other other means and other people too. So yeah. Well, man, that's so good. Thank you so much for taking the time to share with us today on just this additional uh, level of discipleship. Yeah, thanks, AJ. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. 
Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next one, and we would love if you left us a review. For more information about CTCI and our upcoming programs, be sure to check out ctcilife.org. This podcast is a production of Christian Training Center International. It is produced by AJ Selby, Rebecca Wall, and Seth Stradling. It is edited, mixed, and mastered by AJ Selby and Corey Kassmeyer.